Good morning. Happy Monday. Um, as you can tell, I have definitely broken um, a routine that hadn't even started yet. Um, in my welcome podcast, I think I had mentioned that I was going to do Wednesdays. Um, but I've decided to kind of at least try to do twice a week at minimum until I can build up, you know, kind of like a good library um, or whatever. So to kind of grow things, I know that I need to do these more frequently. I am in my car once again, um, so um, I promise you it will get better, but I just feel like on my way to on, on my way to work, it's a good way to spend my time, good way to kind of get my thoughts out while they're fresh in my head. So, again, I thank you for those that listen to my welcome podcast. If you haven't, um, definitely feel free to um, go back and listen to that. Um, but, yeah, welcome to number two. Um, I have to say, before I get into my topic for today, I definitely, definitely, definitely felt the crunch of being single this morning. It is 15 degrees where I am from, where I live at. It is 15 degrees here. And this morning, oh, my God, I had a single girl tantrum because I did not want to get out of the warmth of my bed. I had found the warm spot and had to get up. And then not only after getting up and get dropped, I had to venture outside in this madness to, um, yeah, warm up the car. Ugh. was not at all happy about that. But either way, it got done. car is nice and toasty. And, um, yeah, I am venturing to work. But today I wanted to jump on really quickly to talk about being single and alone. I was having this conversation over the weekend with someone, and they were like, oh, I'm so lonely because I'm single. And it kind of, like, struck a nerve with me, especially due to the fact that I was in a marriage and felt alone. I never felt more alone in my whole life than I did towards the end of my marriage. And so when she said that, you know, I, I said, you know, well, single, being single does not mean being alone. You know, you create the environment that you want, especially when you're single, because you don't have those parameters that you have to be mindful and considerate of, as you do oftentimes when you're in a, you know, relationship of any type. Um, you have to be a little bit more mindful and respectful to your situation and how you move. Um, but I shared with her, like, you know, I was in a marriage, and the last year and a half of my marriage, I never felt more alone. I'm not going to say that I had reached the point of being depressed. Um, I would say that I was extremely sad, um, and I questioned a lot. And that's when I knew that it was time for me to kind of get out of that situation because my thing was, if I'm going to be alone, I might as well be alone. You know, and like I said, I, I don't intend for this podcast to bash my ex, even if it may come off that way. But, I mean, in order for me to really speak my truth and shed light on, you know, some of the things that occurred, you know, I may have to bring him up and I'm like, that's not good. But for me, when I was in my marriage, it's like I was doing everything by myself, like everything, you know, an event come up going by myself. Um, you know, movies, date nights, you know, even sometimes being at home and just wanting to cuddle, 
by myself. Um, and like I said, you get to a point where you start to be unhappy and you just get tired of being by yourself. And like I said, I just got to the point where if I'm going to be by myself, I'm going to be by myself. And I have to say, you know, I'm still on that journey to reclaiming my total happiness. But now that I've moved out the house, I'm in my own space, I can't say that I have been any happier. It's been a while since I've been this happy and content with where I'm at at this point in time. So in having this conversation with the person that was like they're single and they're also alone, and then they said, well, you know, you're in the same situation as me. You know, you live by yourself. Um, I have an adult child who's away in college, so, you know, I'm an empty nester. Um, so, yeah, she was like, you know, you don't have any kids at home. Um, you're not dating anybody exclusively or to the point where, you know, they can make home visits. So you don't be, you don't feel alone being at home. And I'm like, no, um, because, you know, I come home and it's just that freedom that comes from being single. And I have to say, I absolutely love it. I love being able to come home and I don't have to factor in what I'm going to cook for dinner based on my mate, my child, or, you know, a, 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 another guest occupying space. Um, in my house, I can just focus on me. So if I want to be lazy and don't want to cook and just want to crack open a bowl of cereal or whatever, I don't have to feel guilty for doing that. You know, if I come home and I don't want to turn on the TV and I want to sit in complete silence with, you know, a candle burning and listening to, you know, whatever, I can do that. If I come home from work and decide that I want to strip down and have on nothing but my damn socks, I can do that without... You know, worrying if my son's going to come home early or, you know, worrying if I really don't want to be sexual, but if I'm walking around naked, is my maid going to, you know, take that as a sign of wanting to have sex? You know, I can just, I can, I can honestly come and go as I please. And, oh, my God, I love that. I love that sense of freedom. You know, it's been a while since I've had that. Um, I had my son one week before my 21st birthday. So since the age of 21, I've always had to, you know, factor in somebody else. That's not even including relationships. I mean, don't get me wrong. Even though he's away in college, I still have to factor him in. But I'm at a point where, like I said, I can just think and do for me. Um or whatever. So, yeah, like, if I just want to turn the music up loud and dance, and I'm not a great dancer. I'm an amazing dancer, <laughs> to say so myself. Um, I'm sure if my friends, when they hear this, they're probably going to laugh. Um, I'm not a good dancer at all. I have an amazing two-step, though. Um, but, yeah, if I just want to come home and just dance and just do whatever I can without no judgment, without having to factor in, only have five minutes to do this. I can take a shower because the water runs cold and not feel guilty about it because I use all the hot water up in the morning. I don't have to worry about fighting to use one of the bathrooms in the house. Today I want to use the bathroom in my room, I can. If I want to use the guest bathroom, I can. And I absolutely love that freedom. So in sharing this, you know, with the person that I was conversing with about them feeling more alone now in their singlehood, you know, they mentioned that for them, they never looked at it that way. 
they never looked at being single as freedom. And I'm like, yes, being single brings about a certain freedom that you have to embrace. And I feel like embracing that is helping me accept that I'm single. I feel like, and like I told her, you know, like I said in my welcome podcast, I am by far not a therapist, not licensed at all. I know people because I'm very observant of people. I know me because I've been dealing with me for 39 years, Um, and I've got to learn me along the way. But I feel like when you don't own up to your single status or the fact that you are single or whatever, it's when you find yourself jumping into a situation that you know you don't need to be in. You jump into that situation because of that fear of, you know, being alone. You jump into that relationship not doing yourself due diligence of healing from, you know, your past relationship, healing from, you know, insecurities that you may have about yourself, not taking the time to totally heal because of fear of being alone instead of embracing it and looking at that moment of being alone as this is time for me to work on me and get my stuff together. So, you know, I just want to end this by saying, and I'm going to pause because I am at the Starbucks. Like I said, you guys are on my journey with me to work. So this is like as real and unscripted as it gets. But hold on a second while I place my order. Can I get a venti black and white mocha and a blueberry muffin warmed up, please? Venti black and white mocha and a blueberry muffin. A blueberry muffin, yes. Please. Thank you. One second. Usually it's a line here. I thought I would have had a little bit more time before I had to. um, Good morning. Oh. Oh. One second. Okay, I am back. I decided to just like pause the whole thing so that I didn't have you guys in awkward silence and awkward conversation with the barista um, at the Starbucks. So again, I apologize for that. But um, but yeah. So like I I was saying to her, like you know. Being single, and I have learned, is what you make of it. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I haven't always had this single girl thing down pat. I have been that girl that have gotten into another situation, not necessarily a relationship, but a situationship, um, you know, that kind of an interim rebound situation, you know, for the sake of not wanting to experience experience. Um, being alone, especially in the winter time and the brutal winter weather that we're having here in my state. Oh, hell yeah. The old me, you know how some old people say, um, you know, the easiest way to get over somebody is under somebody else. Oh, that was me. That was my motto. Like, oh, okay. But, again, learning from past situations, I learned that that those that wasn't those relationships and situationships weren't the healthiest, and it wasn't fair to those people. You know, karma is a bitch. 
And maybe that's why my marriage didn't work out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, karma is, you know, karma is a bitch. And, you know, it's not fair. It, I, in hindsight, I realized it was not fair for me to get into those situations knowing that I didn't want anything of it and I just needed that person to get me through, you know what I'm saying, get me over the hump or whatever until I reached a peak in time when I was really busy and I didn't have to focus on being single or somebody that I thought relationship-wise I was more compatible with. Um, honestly, a lot of my adult life, I've been in more situations than I have relationships when, I, when you actually think about it, and that's just being that's just being honest, um, or whatever. And you know, when I mentioned when I when I broke it down that way, she was like, you know what? I guess that does make sense. And you know, kind of leading to um, one of the things that I want to talk about, probably in my next podcast, I'll start touching on my forty by forty list. But on my thirty eighth birthday, so almost two years ago, a year and a half at this point, like I I don't know, I can't remember if I mentioned it in my last podcast or not. Um, but on my 38th birthday, I, I I had a feeling, a gut feeling. Women's intuition is, oh, it's a blessing and a curse. But it was at that point that I, ha- I, I had a feeling that my marriage was over. Um, the day after my birthday is when we started to have the conversation addressing if, indeed, this marriage was for us. Um I was scheduled to go on a trip. I took a trip, um, took a train trip to Northern Virginia that year for my birthday. And it was solo, solo mission um, by myself, you know, no friends, no nothing, just kind of needed that time. And especially not knowing that I was going to be having this conversation with my, you know, my ex-husband. But I'm glad that it was by myself because it was a lot that I had to process. Um, You know, what does this mean? Can I do this? You know, a lot of things went through my head knowing that I was almost near the end. But one of the things that I did at that very moment, I said, you know what? I'm about to be 40. One thing that I did know is that I didn't want to go into 40 being unhappy. I didn't want to go into 40 in a relationship that wasn't healthy. So I decided to do the 40 by 40 list. And I said, with this list, one or two things can happen. Either in the midst of tackling this list, I am going to save my marriage because this will create opportunity and conversation for he and I. This will create opportunity for he and I to do different activities together and engage in different activities together. And if it does that, yay. But the other token to that was, this 40 by 40 list, if the earlier didn't work, at least this will give me an opportunity to reach a point of reclaiming my happiness. It will give me an opportunity to venture out of my comfort zone. Again, something that should happen when you're single. Sometimes you have to do things that, you know, aren't very comfortable for you. So when I created this 40 by 40 list, I created it with the mindset of doing things that were all new to me, things that I had never done before, things that I've always wanted to do, but I never did. 
There are a few things on there, things that I've done before, but this time around I did it with a different perspective, a different goal, a different agenda. Um, and I shared this with the person that I was having a conversation with that thought, like, you know, single mint being alone. And, you know, like I told her, that 40 by 40 list has, has been a lifesaver because it's kept me busy. It's taught me so much about myself. It's taught me my likes, my dislikes. Um, but most of all, it's allowed me to date myself. It's allowed me to fall so in love with myself again. Um, my confidence level now is beyond this world. Um, not to say, excuse me, sorry for the loud truck beside me. Um, not to say that, you know, in my marriage I lost my confidence. I did lose a part of me. I lost that fun side of me. I lost that happy side of me. My confidence was always there, but I feel like now, having gone through that situation and being in this space that I am now, you can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me a thing. I would never again allow anybody, husband, wife, anybody, be the primary factor in my happiness, and that's what I did in my marriage. Um, I vowed not to do that in this, you know, space of being single, but that 40 by 40 list has been so helpful to me. Um, You know, it's turned some bad days into good days, some days where I've been, like, just blah and just, you know, in a grunt and, you know, filling the woes of being single. And I looked at that list and like, you know what, let me tackle this today to turn that bad day into a good day. So I think Wednesday I am going to introduce my 40 by 40, um, go over the things that are on that. In the next few podcasts, I maybe break it down into segments and do, you know, four each time to go over you know, just kind of briefly give a snapshot to, like, some fun experiences that have happened um, in doing those things. I've met some really cool people, and like I said, I've definitely stepped outside of my box. Um, and it's been helpful. So I'll end this by saying I look forward to sharing that with you. And for anybody that's listening to this, know that just because you're single, you're not alone. And, you know, just because you may be in a relationship, you can also feel alone. It happens. But what you do to overcome that feeling of being alone is up to you. The ball is in your court. So with that being said, I hope you all have an amazing Monday. And as always, be you and be fabulous. Until later this week, have a great day.